The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. Every week we meet you here to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. Real Victory Radio is all about getting ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are so glad that you have joined us for today's show. We are continuing our series on fruitful living. We are talking about peace this week. And I'm just going to start out with a verse from Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. So this week we are talking about that peace that passes all understanding. We're talking about the fruit of the spirit and we are going to, if you've missed the previous two, we talked about love and we talked about joy and now we're moving on to peace. Latan, I'm excited about our conversation today. What are you thinking about for today's show? I, I'm really looking forward to this conversation, Amy, because um, we need peace in our lives. And uh, I think every listener can relate to that need right now, especially. And you know, by now, the listeners know that you and I both are word nerds, right? I really think we've established ourselves as that because we both are writers, we both are speakers, and we love to do research before we do these shows uh, so that we don't base the topic on just only our opinion, but that it's really based on God's holy word and that we're able to bring the listeners his truth um, to the best of our human ability. And so we've prayed for that today. We've asked the Lord to help you and I to, um, in this conversation, to really usher in peace in the listeners' hearts and minds by driving them to God's holy word. But first, being the word nerd that I am, and you are, I looked up the word peace just because I wanted to know what the definition was by Webster standards. And it, it defines peace as freedom from disturbance, and it defines it also as tranquility. And it's a really hard thing in a world that is so chaotic and stressful and busy and full of toxic people um, and conflict on every turn uh, in so many different arenas in our lives around us, um, it's a very difficult thing for us to really be able to live a real peaceful life of tranquility, a life that's free of disturbance. Um, so I wanted just to say right out of the gate that as I was studying, Amy, I felt so prompted in my heart to say this to the listeners, that Peace has to be wrapped in truth, the truth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, or it's not peace at all, or there is no peace without his presence in our life. 
Um, and what a gift we've been given to have his presence available to us because his truth is a truth that we can really build our lives on. It's a solid place. It's a solid foundation. Uh, he can help you and I to produce this fruit called peace. It's a byproduct of a life that's centered on a truth that is not a truth that the world can give us because the world gives us all kinds of lies, right? But it's a truth that's based on who he is because he embodies truth of God the Father. Um, so that excites me today. That well, no matter what is going on in the world, today, tomorrow, and every day forward, that you and I and every other believer within earshot of this broadcast, anyone who's hungry for peace in their life, that they too can know the Christ that is truth, that is absolute peace, that passes all understanding. Isn't that amazing? It totally is. And I love that you looked up the word in that we're studying today, <laughs> peace, because I did the same. And I looked up the Greek and the Hebrew. And the Greek word for pre- peace is Irene, and it means it has a, a meaning of to join, to be at one with God, which so fits into everything that we've been talking about in the previous weeks with the dwelling place and the word in us and all those shows that have been leading up to these uh, fruit of the spirit shows. And then the Hebrew word is shalom, and it has the connotation of totality and completeness, even as far as success or victory, which I loved that so much. But then I also read about how peace is a rule of order in place of that chaos that you were just referring to. And when we hear over and over again in Scripture, grace and peace be to you, grace and peace be to you, lots and lots of the letters in the New Testament have those those two things together. And the grace always precedes peace, which is exactly what you were just talking about, how you said that peace has to be wrapped in the truth of Jesus and his presence. When we know grace, when we know Jesus, we experience that peace and that, that peace is, is in his presence. It really is. So I love how our, our thoughts are so together today, even though we study separately and come back together to talk about these things. It is that oneness that we have in Christ and in his presence that really brings that peace. And we all need that peace right now. I really believe that peace is part of God's plan for our lives. In John fourteen twenty seven, Amy, um, it says, Peace I leave you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. So that tells you and I that Jesus, the deposit of heaven, wanted to leave you and I with this comforting message of peace, that he wanted to leave us with his holy presence, that would comfort us, that would strengthen us, that would help us. We talked about that piece of his character in times past, um, part of the Trinity. And um, now we see peace can be lived out in our life circumstances. And I was studying this week about, do you remember the story? One of my favorite, favorite stories as a young girl was the time when Jesus slept in the back of the boat and 
the storm was raging all around the disciples from this is noted in Mark 4 and then again in Matthew 8 and Luke 8. If, if the readers want to go and study this, it would be fabulous because hopefully it will be fresh in you today after today's broadcast. But we see Jesus is he's perfectly at peace. And the disciples woke Jesus and said, teacher, don't you care about us? Um, and so the thing that we have to realize is that he does care about us. But Jesus was fully man, so he must have been pretty exhausted from all of his ministering and all of the pouring out, all of the miracles that he was performing and all the miraculous things that were happening. But he also was holy God in, in human form, Amy. And so with that, he, he embodied supernatural ability to discern with a divine power, this piece of his divine identity, he could discern what the future was going to be. And in him, he knew it was okay as long as he was in the boat and he was in the middle of the storm. He knew that the disciples were cared for, that the, the chaos was not too big for them. The stress could not overwhelm them. The, the waves were not going to be too big for the Savior of the world because his, his divine identity can always be trusted in the middle of our life circumstances. And that is where the peace is, is in trusting the heart of Christ with all of our lives, not just a portion of it, but with our finances, our children, our parents, our every circumstance that we face, that even when the, the boat is rocking, rocking, even when we might tr- struggle, Amy, to find sleep at night because the waves are raging and the boat feels like it's tossing out of control, if Jesus is there. He is there. Into every space of our lives, then there's going to be peace there in this truth because peace is always wrapped in truth. That is the truth. And that reminds me of a show that we had that the listeners can go back and listen to, Staying in the Eye of the Storm. That was one of our first shows back in August. But it's uh, when you were talking about that, I had, uh, I just remembered some of the stories that you told in that one that just goes along with that peace in the eye of the storm and how Jesus is our peace. What I studied about in relation to what you were just talking about in that same verse, that same verse of uh, John 14, 27, And I wrote this down. What about Jesus' peace is different than the peace that the world offers? Because he tells us in that scripture, the peace I give to you is not the same peace that you're going to find in the world. The peace that's offered in the world is different in that the peace that Jesus offers is not circumstantial, doesn't have to do with our circumstances at all. It is a lasting peace. It is enduring. It pushes through and It is beyond comprehension. It's more than we can really grasp in a situation where I remember being in the hospital when my sister was really, really sick and in the ICU in 2016. And I remember that I had this unnatural peace that I could not put my finger on. I couldn't couldn't even understand it. And at the time, I didn't really think about how much it was how peaceful I was in those moments. But when I looked back, I thought, wow, I had a peace that was beyond myself. It was not of me. It was supernatural. And that is the kind of peace that we can show to others. The fruit of the spirit is all about how our lives portray 
what we have, the relationship that, uh, with Jesus that we have so that others can see it and know the truth of it, the reality of it, the practicality of how our lives and our relationship with Jesus really changes who we are and how we respond to the chaos in the world and how we respond to difficult circumstances. And that is the difference between the peace that the world offers and the peace that Jesus gives, because we can go get a massage. We can go get a facial. We can, you know, be in a quiet place that is, you know, giving to us in life, giving to us in some ways. But once we walk out of there, it doesn't stay with us. That's not the kind of peace that Jesus gives us. No. And then we'll write back to asking, as the disciples did, teacher, don't you care about us? We're there going, God, don't you care about us? Don't you see us? And um, and we are so focused on the waves and the wind and the, the way everything seems so uncertain in our lives that we forget that we have the presence of Jesus in our lives, who is a divine force and this is the difference, Amy, in the peace that he gives to us and the world gives to us. Is His is of a divine nature. It is a peace that is of God, it's from God, and it's like God. And because it's given to us through Jesus the Son. And that is a peace that is unshakable, unsinkable, unstoppable. That's a peace that we can truly find a, the kind of soul rest that we need, that like you say, or even when you leave a place after relaxing, you can try to escape it humanly. We can't escape it humanly, but Jesus offers us a divine escape where we're able to put our trust in him and lay it down. And for me, sometimes, you guys, this is the truth. For me, it's moment by moment sometimes. It's not always a one and done because I, I, need, I need his presence in my life every second, every breath. Because I, too, can forget that I serve a divine, holy Savior. Lord, help me not to forget. But we're so human, and he knows even that. And he wants to offer us a peace that passes all understanding. It just blesses my heart so much that we get to have this conversation, Amy. I know. Um, I really does. And in Colossians three fifteen and 16, I wanted to... You're you're heading in the same direction of where my thoughts are going. Colossians three fifteen and sixteen says, "And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, and all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and thankfulness in your hearts to God." And it's that. Letting that peace rule over our hearts when our heart wants to or is inclined to fret and worry and stress and feel all of that chaos, we can rely on the peace of God to rule over our hearts and calm our anxious thoughts and calm our anxious hearts and calm the chaos because we have that peace. It's it's the spiritual gift. Yes, we have to practice these things, but when we practice allowing him to reign and rule over our hearts with that peace, we will begin to experience that peace and we will begin to live in that peace and show others that peace. 
people will look at us and say, how can you be that peaceful? You know, when everything's going on. It's the truth. They They will look and be in awe at how we were able to stand in the middle of circumstances that were crushing. Otherwise, we would not be able to stand under the pressure of. And I just want to say, I feel very impressed to say this to every listener. If, you're, if you need peace in your life, don't sit down in front of your television and listen to the news incessantly and buy the truth of everything that you hear. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak truth according to His divine nature, and then go to God's Word and read His Word when you feel your life is just the biggest mess ever. Read His Word even when you don't understand it. Read it and ask for an understanding that is divine, that is supernatural, and He will give it. Um, Pray for someone to come alongside you who understands God's Word and I do this all the time, you guys. I can't tell you how many times when I'm studying to teach or speak or write that I fall before the Lord and I will say to him, Lord, I need you. I consecrate my heart. As John Eldridge encouraged me to consecrate myself to my writing and speaking years ago, a couple years back when I met him. And that has been a great gift. And so I just want to encourage the, the listeners, consecrate your heart to speaking the one who can give you true peace that is everything Amy just said that is constant and sure and dependable. Um, That is the kind of peace that's given to us by the Spirit that's not the worldly kind of peace that's momentary. That is so true. And one of the things that I want wanted to make sure to note today was that in Matthew 5, now it says that blessed are the peacemakers. And when I was studying this out, I was realizing that we are meant to share that peace. We are meant to share it. We, when he's, when Christ says, blessed are the peacemakers, when we are living in a peaceable manner with other people and when we have peace we can show it and give it to other people, and therefore we will be blessed, but they will be blessed by that same peace. And then I also saw in when I was studying that there was a note that said that really peace means fearing nothing from God because we know that he has his, our best interest at heart. We can be at peace with what's going on because we trust in his character, just like Christ trusted in God's character that he was going to take care of those disciples in the boat. He is going to take care of us. It may not look like it right now. It may feel really hard to think that right now, but the reality is that God loves us and he is going to take care of his own. And that's what, that's what Jesus was doing in the boat. He was, he said, you don't have to worry. He was peace. And he said peace to the, to the storm. He did. And you know, someone else I'm thinking about is Stephen, you know, in act seven, Mm. you could read about Stephen being stoned to death. And before he was stoned to death, Amy, he recaps for everyone within earshot, all the ways that God had been faithful to his people the way he he kept his covenant promise, the way Joseph stepped up and fulfilled God's purpose, 
uh, even though his brothers were jealous of him. He recaps all of these things. He recaps how Joseph was wise and listened to God, and with that, God elevated him in Pharaoh's household over all of his household and made him a ruler over um, so many things within the household of the king. And how even when there was a famine in all of Egypt and Canaan, Joseph made uh, God known. And so Stephen is recapping this at a moment when everything in his life is like a raging sea, Amy. Everything's talked about. He should be most fearful. And yet he's at peace. And he's at peace because of truth. The truth of Christ that resided in him already. The truth of a holy God who had been faithful, who had kept his promise who, had, who um, was dependable, and he just reminds all the people of God's unfailing love and provision to them. And uh, I think that that is the key for all of us. If we want to live in peace, it's to keep our eyes on Christ. And when the disciples were afraid in the boat, they at least went to the one who could do something about the storm. Um, they went down to the divine one who could calm everything in their life. And Stephen kept his eyes on his holy God and on a truth that was sure. And um, he was rewarded heaven. Uh, it's just amazing. The things that we have to look forward to, no matter what happens in the world around us, no matter what's going on in, on the news, no matter what tomorrow, our fears for tomorrow, we can trust God's heart. Latan, that brings me to a, a last scripture. Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. And we're going to have to wrap it up right there. This has been a great conversation. And I know that we could talk about peace for like three more shows, but we're going to move on to the next fruit of the spirit next week. And right now I want to just pray a peace over our listeners. I think that it's such an important thing for us to do today as we've talked about this piece we want to pray that peace peace over you today as we are closing out the show and i'm going to start and then latam will you wrap up our prayer time i would love that father god you are the prince of peace and you tell us that we can trust you with our whole hearts and so for the listener today who is feeling so much chaos and so much just a heavy burden of everything that's going on around them. I pray that your peace would be so tangible for them that they would feel it and know it and be able to stand in that peace and rest in that peace that only comes from you. God, you are peace. And because you live in us, we know that we can experience that peace as well. And Father, I just say thank you so much for a peace that passes all understanding, for the kind of peace that is a divine peace given by your divine presence in our lives every day. And Father, I just pray that all of us will remember that peace has to be wrapped in truth in order for it to be truth from you. And Father, we just ask you to drive our hearts towards knowing more of you and more of your holy word. And we thank you so much for every listener and we consecrate every life circumstance, those that we don't even know about, Lord, the people that we've never met. In the name of Jesus, we pray over their lives and we claim this kind of peace that passes all understanding in the midst of their greatest storms and their greatest trials. 
And Father, we pray that they'll have the kind of constitution about them like Stephen, where they can stand strong and remember how faithful God was yesterday and how good he is today. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your weekend, part of your day. We are so glad that you meet us here each week. You can reach out to us at go courageously at realvictoryradio.org. We'd love to hear from you. And we are praying peace over you this week. The peace that passes all understanding that comes from Jesus Christ. So go courageously, live victoriously, and meet us back here next week for more on the Fruitful Living series. We'll be talking to you next week about patience. Thanks again for listening to Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.